that's your dog trainer here. Welcome to Bark Bites, insights to wag about every day, your daily chat with cat about dog training, behavior, and the human canine bond, all through a systems thinking lens. So happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's Bark Basics episode, we are going to be starting part one of a three-part series on sit. Now, I do recognize that three episodes devoted to sit might seem a little bit excessive. However, I think that you're going to discover as the episodes unfold that as we look at the intricacies and nuances of this simple uh, behavior, what you're going to find is that there's so much more to sit than it just being something that we teach our dog to do or ask our dog to do, but rather it's a gateway for a deeper understanding of who our dogs are and our relationship with them. So with all of this in mind, grab a cup of coffee and grab your dog, snuggle up on the couch or head out for a walk together and let's dive in. I want you to imagine that you are asking your dog to sit or maybe you've got a new dog or puppy and you are just at the beginning stages of teaching them to sit. What I'd like to do is to just zoom in to this immediate conversation and moment between you and your dog. We're going to tune out everything else that's going around you today. We're just going to be focusing in on the immediate conversation in between you and your dog. We're gonna be focusing in on three really important details that make up the inner workings of this conversation with a special focus today on your side of the leash. So the first detail that I wanna zoom in on is your communication system. This is made up of a number of moving parts, including your tone of voice, the volume of your voice, the sounds or the words that you're using. So are you using single syllables, such as you're saying sit, and then when your dog sits, maybe you're saying good or yes, or are you using a more conversational uh, approach in your teaching with them? This is really important to keep in mind. Or perhaps you might be doing what I think all of us are guilty of doing at some point, which is that you're saying sit, 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 no, sit, no, sit. Again, it's important to just have an awareness about all of this. I also want you to pay attention to what is your body language conveying to your dog? Are you quite relaxed or are you tense, hesitant in your body language? These details matter as well. Or maybe you're like me and you're a little bit of a hand talker. This is something I've really had to pay close attention to over the years because for a lot of dogs, it's distracting, confusing, um, or for some dogs, it's even threatening. Another really important detail when it comes to your communication system is your emotional effect. How are you feeling? Are you frustrated? Or are you embarrassed? 
Maybe you are standing in the middle of a dog training class and you're embarrassed because your dog just jumped all over the uh, guardian that was standing next to you or over the trainer and you're feeling like, my goodness, I'm never going to be able to teach my dog to do anything. So it's important to keep this in check as well. And the final detail that I want to zoom in on with respect to your communication system is your motivation or your why. So in other words, why are you teaching your dog to sit or asking them to sit? It's important to really consider these deeper whys behind our actions and also to consider our mindset that is behind them as well because this is going to come through in all of our communication. So some whys might be things like you're asking your dog to sit because it's for their safety or perhaps you're teaching them to sit because it's for your safety. Or maybe it's just a matter of habit. You've always done this with your dogs. So this is what you do, but you haven't really thought about it beyond that. Or maybe it's because your trainer told you to that every dog needs to sit, or it's what you've read in a dog training book or seen on a YouTube video. Again, I'm not saying here that this is right or wrong. I'm saying that this is just something that's really important to consider. Now, moving on to the second detail I want to focus in on today is your body positioning. So what is your body angle relative to your dog? Are you facing them head on? Are you perhaps looming over them? This can be sometimes a little bit overwhelming or it could even make your dog feel a little bit threatened. Or are you standing at maybe a 45 degree angle or a 90 degree angle? Or perhaps you're standing and facing the same direction as your dog. All of these details are important as well. And the third and final detail that we're going to zoom in on today is the amount of space in between you and your dog. I can't emphasize how important this detail is. It's really, and you'll be learning this as we work through this series of episodes, but also as we move forward through all of the, the Bark Bites episodes, it's really a universal variable. And so how much space is in between you and your dog as you're asking them to sit or teaching them to sit? Take stock of this and when we get to our homework, which is uh, coming up really soon, you're going to want to pay extra close attention. So with all of this being said, now what I'd like to do before we wrap up our chat today is I'm going to give you some homework for the week. So your homework consists of three steps, observation, reflection, and adaptation. For the observation step, what you're going to do is you are going to pick a familiar context and you are going to take a video of yourself asking your dog to sit. Now, you don't need to show this video to anybody except you and your dog. And what I want you to do is to then watch the video and pay really close attention to your communication system your body positioning, and to the space in between you and your dog. So you might need to play the video back a few times to really take in all of these details. What you're going to be doing then is naturally transitioning to the second part of your homework, which is reflection. I want you to sit back and spend some time just thinking about 
what it is that you observed, what seems to be working really well, and where might there be room for improvement. And then from there, you'll be ready to slide on into the third phase or step of your homework, which is adaptation. What you're gonna be doing here is simply tweaking or fiddling with one variable at a time. And don't worry, you don't have to get it right the first time. This is a very much experiential uh, step of the process. So what you're gonna be doing, maybe when you watched the playback, you said, oh my gosh, I am standing so close to my dog, my dog seems definitely really overwhelmed. Or maybe you noticed that your tone of voice was a little bit high pitched and it didn't seem like your dog actually was detecting your communication as much as you had originally thought. And then you would just simply tweak those variables and then what you're gonna do, and I'm gonna use some systems thinking geek speak now, is you're gonna be doing what's known as an iterative loop. So you are now gonna start your way back at the very beginning, working your way back through these steps, observation, reflection, and adaptation. The more that you're able to tighten up this iterative feedback loop, the more effective that you're gonna be at communicating with your dog. Um, their behavior is going to uh, start to transform before your eyes, and moreover, you're gonna have a deeper understanding of your relationship with your dog and who your dog is and what their needs are as well. So with all of this in mind, I really hope that this has been a helpful episode for you today. I would love to hear what it is that you've learned through this episode. So make sure that you drop me a comment on my Facebook page, or if you've got some sort of deeper burning question now that you've spent some time working through your homework, you could feel free to submit a um, question for Friday's Weekend Woofs episode, and I might be able to have the opportunity to answer your question on the air and to give you some uh, support. So thank you so much for tuning in. Next time on Bark Basics, so that's next Monday, we are going to be unpacking your dog side of the conversation. So you're not going to want to miss that episode. Also, make sure to tune in this Wednesday, so two days from now, for Behavior Bites, where we're going to be taking a little bit of a deep dive into dog behavior. And also be sure to tune in for Q&As and case studies this coming Friday for Weekend Woofs. So until next time, remember that every day is a day to bark about with Bark Bites. Thanks again for tuning in.